0: uncovering the truth and exposing ignorance. ignorance it's science stupid with your hosts Merrill and Scott
1: hey scott have you heard about herd immunity and what did you hear
0: yeah what's the word on herd so as an
1: h e r d right h e
0: r d herd immunity as the name implies really is a term used by livestock producers, and generally it's about things like vaccine rates rather than humans. So honestly, it's a term that always kind of irritated me because I don't like to be spoken of as if I were a cow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And maybe the cow feels that same way about you, Scott.
0: Yeah, we have a long history. I guess the easiest way to explain herd immunity is to give you an example. So I would consider maybe a rancher who has a herd, of, say, cattle, and he goes to his veterinarian and he says, I have this disease that's coming around and what can you tell me about vaccination? And the veterinarian will say, well, the vaccine's 90% effective. And you might say, well, does that mean I'm going to lose 10% of my herd? That's awful. And the veterinarian will smartly say, well, no, actually... Because the disease is passed from animal to animal, you know, a diseased cow will be surrounded by immune cows. So it's unlikely that it would travel from cow to cow. And so that you know, cow basically is protected by what they call herd immunity.
1: Now we're gonna transition this into how it's being used right now with the pandemic. And it doesn't work the same way, does it?
0: Now, so imagine you, the same rancher, goes to the veterinarian, and the veterinarian comes up with a dramatically different approach. And he says, let's just let the disease go through your entire herd, and in the end, the cows that are left will all be immune.
1: And that sounds like a Stephen King novel, a couple of them that I've actually read. (laughs) Yeah, so if
0: you're a smart rancher you're going to look at the guy and say well okay that means that i'm going to have to have a crew of veterinarians taking care of a whole lot of sick cattle and that's going to cost me a lot of money and that also probably means that you know i i time my herd to be ready you know to be at market weight at a certain time and they're not going to be ready cuz they're going to be sick and that's going to cost me a lot of money and by the way the same herd maybe they have You know, we want to have yearling calves next year, and, you know, sick cows aren't going to be in the mood for love, so I'm going to have fewer calves next year. And that's going to hit my bottom line. And then on top of it, next year, when these new calves are born, none of them are going to be immune.
1: What I'm hearing from you, Scott, is herd immunity isn't about getting everybody sick. It is about getting everybody vaccinated. And there lies...
0: That's the, the big difference.
1: The, the, the difference and a difference of opinions. If you turn on any network, this conversation is constantly going on.
0: Right. And it's it's very wrongheaded because the human cost, the medical cost, the impact on productivity, on, on people's lives, on, on the medical supplies available is massive. And it's just not even being considered as part of the equation, which is wrong-headed and foolish.
1: I want to circle back a little bit. We don't want everybody to get sick and hope that some people will then get immunity to the pandemic or to the coronavirus. But in the process of doing that, I'm hearing that a lot of people will die and a lot of people you know, will just hurt a lot of different sectors of our population. How are we going to overcome this fear of the vaccine? A fear that I somewhat share... Because I feel that some of the information that's been given out is not based on anything scientific, but it's based on politics, and I don't think that science and politics should mix.
0: Oh, contraire! I think that science and politics should mix. I think that good politics should be based on good science. And again, I think that the true cost—it's not just about the death rate. It's not just about the people who died. It's the people who are going to lose months out of their lives. Who, whose families are going to be impacted, whose, whose income and bottom line are going to be impacted, who are going to be crippled for years probably, paying off huge doctor bills. Because you can imagine if you did have to be put in the ICU, those things do not come cheap, folks. And thinking it's just about, well, not as many people are going to die is really very short-sighted. So... I, I, you know, I, I remember back before we had vaccines for measles or chickenpox, for instance, there was a practice, wrong headed practice, but a practice where um, like one kid in the neighborhood would get a disease and, you know, the moms would all, you know, let's get this over with. And they would bring their kids over so everybody would get chickenpox at the same time.
1: Suffer together, right? Right. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And yes, in the end, they would all get immune. But the bad. Part of that is that there's other side effects to chickenpox or measles. We know that what used to be called German measles causes birth defects. We know that, you know, a lot of kids before there were vaccines had lifelong side effects like deafness and, and blindness that was caused by childhood diseases. These are things that are avoidable and we need to make sure that they don't happen.
1: Do you think that when the vaccine is finally released it will be safe. And how long do you think it will take for enough people to receive the vaccine to get back to normal?
0: Yeah, I can't answer many of those questions. I did notice like the other day they were were talking about having 30 million doses ready by the end of the year. And that's also not counting that some of these vaccine programs are going to require Two doses, like maybe the kind of thing that you need, like a booster shot. The first responders need to be vaccinated first. You know, then we obviously have to roll it out to other people, like teachers, probably uh, food service workers. You know, the vaccines need to be rolled out in a smart way so that it has the greatest impact to the most amount of people. Because there, there are some people that just by the nature of their jobs are going to interact with more people, and we need to get those folks vaccinated first. The idea is to stop the spread.
1: Any last thoughts, Scott?
0: Just everybody stay safe, wear your mask, social distance, do all the good stuff that we've been telling you to do all along.
1: And remember, you heard the word about herd immunity from us.
0: Kindly like and share. And we'll see you next time for another episode of It's Science, Stupid.